Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is all about the future. When we think about the future, sometimes we get a little anxious. Is everything going to turn out all right? Uh, is new technology coming? Is your life going to be better or worse? Well, in this episode, Joshua talks all about how to set up your future. And it's not what you think it is. And also, there's a really cool question about artificial intelligence and where is that going to lead everyone and what's the good parts and the bad parts of it. Um, and of course, it's neutral. But you'll see how Joshua explains that. And it's really interesting. I thought this was an awesome episode. I think you will, too. We have a seven-day course at the website titled How to Radically Raise Your Vibration in Seven Days Through Discovering and Processing Limiting Beliefs. It's a course you take on your own. All of our other courses here we do as a group. We were right now in the middle of a big boot camp group. It's a spring boot camp. And we have a bunch of people in basic training. And we have a bunch of people in the Ascension Experience. So there's a lot of stuff going on here. But to get your feet wet and to have a you know little fun playing around with the manifestation event form and to, you know looking at your limiting beliefs just on your own. It's it's a very simple thing. It's seven days. It's uh, it's $79, but we have a coupon code 50 off. So it's only $29. So if you're wanting to get your feet wet and see what the manifestation event form is like and uh, all the stuff that comes with that and raise your perspective over seven days, check that out. It's on the website and you'll see it at the top seven day course. Also, we have our retreat here coming up in three weeks. We do have a couple spots available. It's here in beautiful North Carolina. You'd fly into Charlotte, and it's on May 4th to May 8th. There'll be about 20 to 25 people here from all over the, the world. And it's just four days of Joshua Live and White Light, and Chris people do some medium stuff. And we have games, and we call Cook Together. Well, we have a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot of fun. If you've never been to a Joshua retreat, this may be the time for you. So if you're interested, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com or go to the website. You can see it right there. Other than that, please remember to like, subscribe, leave a review, share this podcast with your friends. So think about who in your life could benefit by seeing themselves from a higher perspective and then just pass it on. Well, thanks again. And let's get started with the show. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. So we'd like to talk to you about an exciting part of your life, and that is your future. Have you ever thought about where your future lies and what will be happening in the days, weeks, months, years from now? Well, we'd like to remind you that there is no real future. It's just the moment. And you're just living through a series of present moments. No matter where you find yourself, you'll find yourself in the present moment. Well, you may forecast a future, set goals for a future, Hope for a future, wish for a future, dream of a future, have an ideal for a future, but that's really not what's happening. What's happening is the future unfolds based on how you're being now, how you perceive yourself now, what your perspective is, what you expect, what you believe, what you see others doing, the boxes that you think are good or bad, the things you want to bring to you and the things you want to keep away, the things you want to change, the things you want to stay the same. All of this is taking part in creating a future, but the future is never coming because it'll always be the present moment. So if you were going to look at how to create the most unimaginable future from your perspective where you are now, knowing that there is no time and that all there is is the present moment, what do you think you would do? And we suggest that you would simply get the fullest out of the moment that is happening right now. 
See yourself from the highest perspective that you can right now. Adjust your beliefs so that your perspective can raise. Think about who you truly are. Think about the connection you have with your inner self. Think about why you came here and what you're here to explore, the pre-birth intentions that you set. Think about how you've lived life in the past and you've raised your perspective since then. And in this new perspective, you have new preferences, new desires, a new lifestyle, a new way of thinking, a predetermination of certain passions and interests that uh, appeal to you specifically based on the trajectory that you've had up to this point. And that what you think is possible in the future for you is quite limited from your human perspective. In fact, the future, by definition, is limitless. There's nothing you can't be, have, or do. And so if you were to think about what it really entails to create the wonderful future that you hope for, wish for, plan for, think about, well, we would say start with the present moment. How fully can you live in this present moment? How much can you appreciate it? How much can you be grateful for? How much can you give to your present moment, to your reality? How far can you stretch your perspective of yourself? How far can you adjust your beliefs and let things go from the past? Well, that's really what's happening when you think about your future. You think that if you effort and struggle enough, you'll create some sense of security in retirement, or maybe you'll plan a trip to Europe next year or to some exotic land. Maybe you'll buy that car, house, boat, plane, whatever it is. Maybe you'll manifest the mate or the healthy body. Well, all of those things are happening right now. Time really is this illusion in physical reality that gives some sort of sense of stability and possibly change that is preferable. But really, it's all taking place in this present moment. So if you're looking at yourself from a limited perspective right now, well, you can sort of expect a limited future. If you raise that perspective, if you see yourself as who you truly are, if you connect to your inner self, if you act on inspiration, you'll be led step by step by step to an unimaginable future from your perspective. You'll be led into experiences that no human has ever had before. You'll reach a perspective so high that things will start looking a little differently to you and delighting you and surprising you and giving you a sense of power and understanding and clarity. Because as you go through experiences in the now moment, and as you see those experiences as designed by you for you, and that you're worthy of anything and everything you can imagine, and that your inner self, your guidance supporters, and the entire system is working on this trajectory that you set up prior to your birth. Now, in the present moment, you can resist what's going on. You can say, I don't like it. I don't prefer it. I think it's wrong. I think it's bad. And you can hate it and argue with it and hold on to your limitations. And you can keep living the life you're living now. And that's perfectly fine. That's still an expansive life. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And in fact, that's what most humans are doing. But you're not like most humans, whether you're on the call now or listening to a later date. There's something in you that has caused you to find this information. What is that? Your high emotional sensitivity, your experience as an explorer of physical reality, the intentions you set prior to your birth, all of these things added to one thing, one thing only. How can you raise your perspective of yourself in your reality in this present moment? 
And so no matter where you find yourself, you find yourself in the present moment, whether you're contemplating taking some action or having some experience or planning that trip, it's done in the present moment. And when you're having that experience, you're doing it in the present moment. And when you look back on that experience and you choose to see it as perfect, you're doing it in the present moment. Well, we don't like to say that there's a future because time is that illusion. But if that's how you went about your life, not only would you expand in that present moment and feel joy in that present moment and see how perfect that present moment is, appreciate everything that's in that present moment, realize that you have everything you need to do to be in that present moment or to act on the inspiration that comes in that present moment. This awareness of this present moment, whether that's this day or this second, it doesn't matter. The awareness of the present moment as perfect will set you up for a future that's unimaginable. Because now your goal is not to accumulate things or have a whole bunch of money in the bank or get status or awards or accolades or succeed in any way. The only thing that you're concerned about now when you're thinking about this present moment is how can you lean into it fully? And in doing that, what you're doing is raising your perspective and setting up a new trajectory, a brand new trajectory, a trajectory that no human has ever thought of before or created before, a trajectory towards a new approach to life, an approach to life where you are not thinking about what you're getting from your reality. You're not taking score. You're not being transactional with others. You're simply giving and giving and giving and giving. You're putting energy into that reality. You're choosing a perspective of that reality that is true and feels good. You're not resisting the present moment, which is an illusion and feels bad. You're acting on this guidance, this emotional guidance system that is the foundation of your ability to explore this reality, that your inner self, your guides and supporters, that they're all with you on this. But the way humans are looking at this reality is highly limited and just not true. The way humans look at themselves is highly limited and is not true. They are thinking mostly about what they can get from the reality. And when they get something from the reality that feels good, they feel good. And so the reality dictates how they feel. If they don't like something or they're afraid of something or they fear something or they're worried about something or they are hoping or wishing and praying things were different, then they're in conflict with the reality of their reality. They're not allowing themselves to see all the good and all the perfection. They're focused on the problem. And in that focus on the problem, they're in the vibration of the problem. Now, if you're going to create a future, do you want to exist in the vibration of the problem and create from that vibration or that perspective? Or could you train yourself to see perfection, to feel worthy, to feel confident, to have clarity, to feel the guidance and the love and support that's flowing to you, and then to express that love and support? to everyone and everything in your reality, every single person in your reality. Doesn't matter if it's your mate, your child, your parents, your friends, your coworkers, the cashier at the store. When you change your position from thinking everything is here to serve you, which in essence it is, but from that perspective, you're counting 
all the ways that your reality is serving you. And in that, you have to notice the flaws. And in that noticing of the flaws, you're set up for a perception of reality based on imperfection. Since imperfection is impossible, there is no imperfection in any aspect of this reality. The perfection of the mirror is simply reflecting back to you how you've been in previous moments, how you've seen yourself in the last moment, in the moment before, yesterday, last week, last month, last year, from your childhood. You carry along this baggage that represents a version of you that is not true now, was not true then, and was never true. You believed it was true. You thought it was true. You felt it, and you attracted thoughts that coincided with that belief. You attract a reality, the conditions that agreed with your belief about yourself at that time. Well, that's all well and good because it got you here. It set up the pathway that you find yourself here. You felt intense emotion. And from that feeling of emotion, you birthed desires, and those desires eventually gave birth to inspiration, and you acted on enough inspiration, plus enough urges to control the conditions. But somehow, some way, you found yourself here. Now that you're here, now that you're approaching life as the creator, not the victim to it, as the one with the true power to have be and do anything you want, with the recognition that this brief life experience is meant to ha be had in joy, and that now you are focused in the joy, not in the joy that's derived by how you perceive the outside conditions, but the joy that's derived by how you express yourself to those conditions, how you appreciate, love, act on inspiration within those conditions, and accept those conditions as perfect reflections of who you've been in previous moments. When you accept those conditions, you don't like them, doesn't have to like them, don't have to agree with them, but when you accept them, okay, there's only one thing that could be happening here. I had a perspective of myself, and my reality caught up to that perspective, and this is what's showing me now. I have manifestation events coming in, and they're pointing out empowering and limiting beliefs. I have a whole system of feedback that's showing me who I'm being, and a lot of that feedback is showing you that you are still deriving satisfaction, status, sense of worth based in the conditions that you have around you. But you cannot derive any of that meaning from those conditions because the conditions themselves are neutral. They're just the reflection. You can judge them just like you might look in a mirror and judge the reflection of your face. But are you seeing the perfection in that face? Are you seeing the perfection in how you've been in the past, or are you judging it and condemning it and wishing it was different, resenting it and holding on to regret? The idea here is that you're the creator of your reality and you create through the perspective you hold in this moment. And then from that perspective, your conditions will catch up. Now, they don't prove anything. They don't demonstrate anything. They're just reflections. There's no meaning inherent in any of them. If you derive satisfaction out of it, fine, that's great. If you derive joy out of it, that's wonderful. If you think that you should be different than you are, and therefore the conditions would be better, you're not understanding this game. This game is first to understand that you emit a vibration based on the perspective that you have of yourself. That vibration is communicated out into the universe. The universe responds with a perfect, perfect, perfect reflection of your perspective of yourself. Can't be any different. 
When you work on processing limiting beliefs, when you think of yourself more in terms of the creator, when you dive into these conditions and the people in your life and really appreciate them, appreciate them for loving you and taking care of you and having fun with you and appreciate them for providing you with manifestation events that illuminate limiting beliefs. Appreciate all of it. And then take your focus of attention off of what you think you need or lack. Let go of the desires, let go of the ideals, let go of the attachments to outcomes. Let go of how you think your future should unfold. Make it a blank slate. Nothing is going on except for this present moment. Don't worry about when you're going to die, when you're going to retire, if you get divorced, if you lose your job, if you lose anything at all. Let go of all that. Because all of that is an illusion. You cannot die. You cannot fail. You cannot make a mistake. You cannot lose anything. That's just fear, which is part of the system. Rise above that fear, whether it's intellectually or even more powerful emotionally, and you will start to see things that no other humans have ever seen. You'll start to blend this physical, non-physical reality together. You'll start to get information from within and not rely on Google or someone else's opinion or some other kind of feedback. You see, everything is contained within. It's projected like a projector in a movie screen. And it's coming from a creation that is lagging somewhat. You don't have to take score of those conditions and say, well, I've raised my perspective and it's still looking the same. We promise you it's not the same at all. And that it will catch up to your higher perspective. And when it does, and when you are letting go of how you think it should unfold, unimaginable experiences will be yours every single day of the week. This is what you truly want, because in those unimaginable experiences that no one else has ever had, you can see, you can glimpse, you can get an idea of the inherent power within you. Once you understand yourself at that level, that the power is to generate this reality in the present moment, appreciate the reality that's being shown to you, make adjustments to your belief system and your mental construct, lean in even more, dive into those relationships even deeper, give of yourself without expecting anything in return, be the most authentic version of you you could ever imagine. Be a clean slate yourself. Don't hold on to any conceptions of yourself because none of that is true. You will see who you truly are when you return to the non-physical. You will be surrounded by your millions of guidance supporters. You'll be embraced by your inner self. Who is you? A little bit difficult to do. Sort of like giving yourself a hug. And you'll see the magnificence that is you. If you can glimpse that magnificence now, if you can imagine it now, if you can play with that idea now, you'll set yourself up for a future beyond anything you could possibly imagine. That is waiting for all of you, every single one of you. It's all your choice of perspective. Do you want to hold on to this limited version of who you think you are, just like another person walking down the street? Or do you want to see the perfection in yourself and in every single other person, place, and thing in your life. When you move from imperfection to perfection, you set up 
a trajectory that is designed to show you more perfection. And when you embrace the perfection that is you, you conquer all fear. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? Hi, Joshua. I would love to hear your thoughts on this artificial intelligence revolution that we're going through right now. A lot of people <laughs> are scared at how fast it's developing and just in the past year, just like how incredible it's gotten. I've always been of the mindset that as technology increases, the, our human need for survival kind of goes down and we're able to elevate our consciousness more. But yeah, but it's just interesting with how quickly it's developing. A lot of people are worried that in the short term, the next like two to five years, it's going to displace millions and millions of jobs. And in the long term, a lot of people are worried that if you have a intelligence that's not constrained by a biological body that can constantly make itself more intelligent at like light speed, and it, you know, gets far outstrips our, our mental capacities, that it could become really dangerous, that it could extinguish the human race the same way that we've done that to lots of other animals. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm curious about your take on how AI may affect humanity. Excellent. Well, first of all, you didn't do anything to any other animals. You had nothing to do with it. You cannot create another's reality. No technology can create your reality. No technology can have anything to do with the reality you're living. No other person can have anything to do with the reality you're living unless you believe it, expect it, and allow it. As you can see, all technology has a underlying basis of neutrality. Nothing is good or bad. There is no way to judge anything without a set of beliefs. And so if you're Gary's dog, Bodie, you're not worried about AI. You cannot judge it. You do not have a belief system around it. It cannot possibly affect your life. If you think about any technology or anything that's ever been created at all, take the atomic bomb. Could be used for what you call good, what you call evil. But in essence, it's always been there. It's always been existing, available, potential in physical reality. And there'll be more and more and more and more technology. The idea here is that the vibration of the technology is brought in by those who are the path of least resistance, those who desire it, those who invent it, those who reach the vibration of that technology. A hundred years ago, there was no possible way to imagine this. Therefore, there is no possible way to become a vibrational match to it. Then you have ideas, you have stories, you have movies, you have TV. You have a raising of a vibration to allow for the technology to enter physical reality. What happens then is based in the individual judgment of anyone who's witnessing it, plus the collective consciousness of the planet. But let's go back to when the car was invented. Gary read a lot of stories about this. And in England, for instance, they required that every car had a driver, a mechanic, and someone to walk out in front of the car ringing a bell because everyone was so afraid of this car. They could get run over by it. Well, from your perspective now, looking back, where you're fully vibrationally matched to automobiles, that seems preposterous. What are you really afraid of? 
from our perspective, there is nothing to be afraid of. There are very, very, very positive things that can come from this. And there's a propensity for some humans to give away their power. So you might be able to imagine that so many of these mundane tasks that are being done, just like people who used to work in restaurants and they used to get six or seven people back there and they'd be washing dishes. Is this really how a human wants to spend their life, washing dishes? So a dishwasher is invented and it puts out five or six of those seven people to do other things that are more rewarding. Now, will they or not? That's up to them. It's still an exploration and still expansion. So you can think of all the benefit of all these mundane tasks that nobody really wants to do that is taken over by technology. You can also see that compared to humans, this technology is absolutely neutral. Now you can ask it to take a position, but it's only doing what you ask. In essence, there's no judgment. It's absolutely neutral. Since neutrality is based in pure love and not fear, there's no judgment. What are you worried about? You're worried about how the human takes control of this and does this. So you're worried still about other humans as you've always been. Okay, that's fine. And so now you start to think about, okay, well, this system's neutral and I'm getting back all these neutral answers and there is no judgment. And this is based in love and it's highly effective. What if I, as a human, adopted this neutrality idea myself? Here's a perfect example of it where one does not exist in my reality. There are no neutral humans going around. So you don't have examples of neutrality. Now you can have a interaction with this technology and discover the value of neutrality, of non-judgment. And then you'll notice really quickly, anytime it's starting to do something that's not neutral. And you can say, well, how's that possible? Most likely there's some human behind it who's figured out a workaround and who's trying something. And don't you think the technology would catch up to that? If the technology is pure love, neutral, it has no possible way of any downside unless you allow it, you believe in it, and you are corrupted not by the technology, but by you giving your power over to it. And so an example of this would be you have an interface on your phone and you want to know about something. How you do it now is you type into Google or Bing or whatever, and you go through a list of possible solutions to your answer. You have to do the digging. You have to click on the best website. You have to read. You have to do all this. It's very interactive. You have to think as you go through. You still give it away a little bit of your power because you're not getting the answer from within. You're not trusting what you thought you knew. And that's okay. You can double check that. But if you gave away your full power, if you got really addicted to this app on your phone, that you could speak anything to it and it would give you the answer. And then you believe that answer. Now, where does the answer come from? It comes from someone else who's put something in the lexicon, in the internet, whatever it is. Some other person has given their opinion. The technology is just regurgitating data and stuff that's already there, but can't create anything new. On this planet, who creates the new? The humans. Now, you may use machines to help you, but all of the access to new wonders is derived by humans with the desire and the ability 
to reach a higher perspective or a high vibration and become a match to it. So think about any future possible new technology that would come in or new device or new innovation. Sure, the AI could be asked for assistance on this, but it's never going to do it by itself. It has no desire. So without the desire and being neutral, it's just a tool. The tool then will enhance the ability of humans to reach higher vibrations in whatever they're interested in. It will also be a distraction, just like anything else. And they could use it to distract themselves from the power that they are. They can use it to feel more like victims. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? This is a neutral thing. This is new exploration. There's never been a time in this reality where humans who are the creator of the reality could subjugate that power to a device. However, they're not really giving it away to the device. They're just giving it away. They're just saying, there's no way I could know these things. There's no way that I could get answers internally. There's no way I could access information from a non-physical source. There's no way I could connect to my inner self and be guided through inspiration, intuition, clairvoyant abilities. The only way me as a victim in this reality can answer these questions is to reach for that device and then believe whatever the device says. Now, that device or that technology bringing back the answers, that part of it could be taken over by some other interest. So again, the bullet is not the problem. The atomic bomb is not a problem. It's neutral. It's the fear or the love from the human, the perspective of victimhood of creatorhood from the human that determines how they will interact with this new thing. And there'll be another new thing and another new thing and another new thing. And there'll be people who aren't vibrationally matched to that new thing yet because they're not quite there yet. And they'll be in fear. You're going to be in fear of whatever you're not vibrationally matched to. But you can move from that fear by realizing the fears are rational, by realizing that nothing outside of you can create in the reality that is yours. You are the sole creator of this reality. So as the sole creator of this reality, how do you personally interact with any new technology? You see it as neutral. You see it as those who are exploring the dark side from their perspective of this technology are expanding through that exploration that could not be done at any other time in history. Imagine saying, I want to come here in this opulent time of abundance and freedom, and I want to give all that power up to this technology. That would be an interesting exploration. And then there's those of you who say, I want to come here at this time and place, and I want to express love and to look at everything from the higher perspective. I want to see how everything is for me. I want to drop that old approach of victimhood and fear and control. And I want to lean into this radical new idea that I just possibly could be the creator of this reality. And that I'm here to expand my awareness of who I truly am. There's a lot of expansion going on in fear, but it's been done over and over and over again. Christie has been given this word entropy, which is a breakdown in a system in physical reality. The source of that breakdown 
is nothing new coming into it. You can look around in this physical reality. It's designed for the new. You're creators. You're designed to create the new. If you're relying on artificial intelligence or any other technology to do the creating for you or to give you the answers or to solve all your problems or to whatever else you want to do with it, you're not letting anything new into that system of the body, of the mind. You're all here because you're passionate about this new approach to life of changing your whole perspective of yourself and of everyone else in this reality and seeing what could come from that. That's a very healthy, vital system at play. But the rest of the population who is not interested in challenging old beliefs and challenging their emotional guidance system and their being in conflict with how their life is and challenging this idea of the conditions must make me feel good or bad. They're going to be exploring fear. And if they're not challenging these beliefs and not creating something new or letting something new in or following something new or, or giving, 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 they're going to experience a decay. And the decay will come in the form of at first manifestation events. And then at first a physical breakdown of the body. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It's an interesting exploration. But those of you who are exploring new ideas and new ways of looking at life and new perspectives in love and acceptance, bravely going forward without any examples or any encouragement from your fellow man or any societal desire for this to be explored, you're going to be seeking the new and experiencing the new. The new is what we call unimaginable because if no one's ever experienced it before and you're having this experience, that is life-giving, energy-giving, perspective-shifting. All you have to think about is, how do I want to explore this reality? How do I want to live this life? Do I want to live in constant emotional turmoil and retract myself and wish and hope and pray and control and live in fear? Or do I want to step out, out of my comfort zone, out of what society deems is appropriate and be authentic and then think about, hold on here, I could Google this, but what if I thought about it? What if I meditated? What if I asked the question? What if I believed in the answer? What if I started living that way where all the information in the universe is accessed not by a device, but by my connection to my inner self. That's a radical new way to live. That's a radical new technology. And that technology is available to anyone at any time. Wonderful question. Thank you. Who's next? My question, I can already feel the limitation in this question, but I was inspired to ask the question as you were speaking at the beginning. So I am going to go ahead with the inspiration. Wonderful. Over the last 48 hours, I've been in a manifestation event and it's been quite intense. I've been feeling quite intense fear at times and I've been correcting my perspective and I've been falling back into fear. And I have attempted three times to do a limiting belief process. And the last time, just before this call, I got to absolute appreciation and really felt like I shifted my perspective 
But the previous two or three times I tried, I just was stuck and I couldn't move forward. So something you said at the beginning of the call about when you focus on the problem, you are attracting more of that bright vibration to you is what inspired me to ask the question. When I'm processing a limiting belief, but not feeling like I'm making a perceptual change, am I attracting more of that vibration or am I simply attracting the, I know I'm doing the process because I believe there is a higher perspective. So am I attracting that vibration? If you know what I mean. We'll start by this. You're doing everything perfectly. There's no reason to judge anything that you do. You couldn't do anything differently. It is what you're going to do. And it's perfect every time. When you say the word, I'm attracting from that vibration, it sounds like a scary thing. It sounds like you're creating a future based on this momentary feeling of fear that you're having right now. You simply are going through an experience. That experience is designed to illuminate a limiting belief. What happens when you are in fear or in negative emotion or feeling like a victim is you access all the thoughts, all the urges, all the crap that comes along with all those people who experience the same negative emotion or a similar negative emotion. Of course, it feels personal to you, but it's really general. It's really general. In that moment, let's say you're in that moment for two days. In that two-day period, the thoughts that come to you are thoughts of fear. You are attracting thoughts that resonate with how you're perceiving yourself. You're perceiving yourself as if something outside of you did something to you, and you have no power, and it was a bad thing, and it should never have happened, and you resent the whole thing, and you hate the people who played their role in it, and you blame them. Then you get all these ideas, urges to make them wrong and to protect yourself and defend yourself and make things better and change the conditions. Now, if this was a line in the living room, you would have thoughts that have been thought by everyone who's ever had a line in the living room. The thought would be, get out of there. Perfectly suitable. And once you're out of there, you'd be like, wow, the crazy experience that was. I wish I had a picture of this. No one's going to believe me but you would calm down really quickly because you'd know for sure this danger is not there. You're fine. Nothing happened at all. With the manifestation event, it's pointing out a limiting belief. Having a line in your living room, okay, the limiting belief is I might die and there is no death. Okay, but who cares? That's part of the survival instinct. That's excellent. And you will know, you'll feel better as soon as the danger passes. When you have a manifestation event that points out a limiting belief, you'll feel irrational fear, irrational fear. The fear is not, you're not going to die from this event, but it lingers because what's dying is the persona that you created to prop up this idea of who you think you are so that people will like, love, and respect you. That thing's getting killed because it's never been true. And this event that was orchestrated by you, by your inner self, by the universe, with all the help from the people involved in the situations, is helping you kill off that which was never true. Sure, it might feel a little bit like death. It might feel bad, but it feels bad because of the fear and the fact that your perception of that event is skewed. It's inaccurate. It's not true. You very much want to know your limitations 
which is all your limiting beliefs. And you very much want to know when you're perceiving your reality inaccurately. Now, we'll take it a little step further. You had to have this experience because you're raising your perspective so quickly. And you will be getting inspiration that will move you to even higher perspectives and to the life you truly want, which is why you're here in the first place. You can't get up here with the baggage of that limiting belief. You can't hear the inspiration if you have the limiting belief because you'll say, I'm not doing that, even if you hear it at all. The fear derived from that limiting belief when you contemplate the action from that inspiration will be too much to push past. And so you'll be in conflict. You have inspiration, but you're not doing anything. Why am I doing anything? Oh, because you know that's not going to give me what I want, or I can't do that, or I'll look foolish, or I'll fail, or whatever it is. So that baggage of that limiting belief has to be cut off or reduced so it's not limiting anymore. If you were able to receive the inspiration, which has been given to you previously, and you were not able to push past the fear or receive it, that limiting belief would not be limiting. You see? If you receive the inspiration and act on that inspiration, it doesn't matter what beliefs you have because they didn't limit you. So they're not limiting beliefs. But this one is a limiting belief. It's a belief about who you think you are, how this reality should work for you, how there's good and bad, right and wrong, better and worse. How you want to control all that because you're emotionally sensitive. And that stuff you don't like feels bad. But the stuff you don't like is fear. The only reason you don't like it is you fear some repercussions if this would ever happen. What is happening is you're getting a shift in conscious awareness of yourself from a false projection called your persona that you've been propping up and supporting and hoping it would work to get you what you want out of your reality which means that you are operating in victim mode because you were deriving security, satisfaction, worthiness, love, friendship, all these things from what was happening in your conditions. That's fine. That's what people do. That's what everyone does. There's not an example of anyone who doesn't do that. Now you're shifting that to saying the conditions are just a reflection and I cannot derive any meaning out of that reality whatsoever. So you'll have something happen in your reality. You'll get an award or an accolade or a promotion or a raise or windfall of money. And you'll say, that is good, but it's not good. It's just a reflection of the vibration you're offering. Does it mean anything? You can say, that's good and feel happy for five minutes if you like. Why not? You're looking at that aspect of your reality, that stuff you think is good, the stuff without any fear. And it feels good. So it matches how you're perceiving reality. That's fine. But it doesn't mean anything. Just like when something happens that you feel negative emotion. You think that means something. It doesn't mean anything. You feel like if that thing didn't happen, you wouldn't feel negative emotion. That's not true. If you didn't have a limiting belief, you wouldn't feel negative emotion. So it's just showing you the negative emotion. And because you very much want to drop these limitations because you're a limitless being, And the only way to get anything you want, anything you truly want, anything you think you want, anything, is by receiving inspiration, taking action. And if you're not going to take the action because of that limiting belief, you want that limiting belief reduced. Well, now you have a process for doing it. And guess what happens? Because you have this process, all these manifestation events happen now. 
give you something to write about, something to think about, something to shift your normal reactions about. But when you're in negative emotion, you're not setting up a future of hellfire and despair and homelessness and loss and all this. You're just going through a temporary blip because, as you know, your perspective is so high so often. And if you look objectively at your life, it's spectacular by any measure. Probably one of the best lives in the history of the world. So you have a momentary blip. And then you worry, ooh, I'm attracting something bad from this. No, you're just attracting the normal stuff that matches that vibration of the problem. The solution is not in that vibration. So how long you take to get out of that vibration is up to you. Gary, for a long time, intellectually got himself out. He said, oh, it must be for me. I can find the limiting belief. I do the limiting belief workshop and it's not so bad. And look, it'll all work out and everything's worked for me. So he intellectually did that. And then we said, okay, that's great. You're really good at that. But are you really doing anything with these beliefs? Are you really shifting your perspective? How about sitting with that emotion from the perspective that you're the creator of your reality, feeling that emotion deeply, diving into it, feeling sorry for yourself, feeling like a victim, and then all of a sudden watching your state of being rise on its own, like a bubble coming from the bottom of the ocean to the surface. And once it hits the surface, you get clarity and you laugh hysterically at that situation and how you perceived it because it was an illusion. It was never true. You just thought it was true. And that's the game that you're playing. So there's no downside to wallowing in negative emotion as long as you're not reacting or acting on urges to change the condition. If you decide that you're going to punch that person in the face, well, you're going down a new exploration of something you definitely do not want, but that's fine. If you refrain from trying to control the situations, if you just stop saying, I blame you for making me feel bad and start saying, why do I feel bad? I feel bad because I have a limiting belief that is not true. If I didn't have that limiting belief, I couldn't feel bad. Therefore, the limiting belief is the cause of the bad feeling or my perspective is the cause of the bad feeling not the person, place, or thing. That's empowering. That's a perspective shift on its own. So we ask you not to intellectually get out of it, not to worry about wallowing in the vibration of the problem, just knowing that in that vibration of the problem, you can't hear the solution. You can't receive the solution. You can't see the solution. The solution is so obvious. A lot of times other people will see it easily, but you won't believe them. And then feel that emotion instead of hiding away from it because you've associated fear with that negative emotion. And that's why the emotion is negative to you. Well, in reality, in truth, everything's neutral. So that emotion cannot be negative. You just associate it as negative because every time you feel it, it's attached to some event that causes you to feel fear. If you had blinders on and you didn't know what was causing that emotion, and you didn't consider that a negative emotion, you would just call it a feeling. That's an interesting feeling. That is a really cool feeling. I really like feeling in this reality because this is a feeling reality. Your power is in your perspective. Two perspectives. I'm a victim and this thing happened to me, or I'm the creator of this whole event. And every single person lived their entire lives to come to this one moment in time 
and show me this belief that is no longer serving me so that I can ascend to a higher perspective and live the life beyond my dreams. They sacrificed that opportunity for you. Not really, because they're not yet there yet. In fact, them being in the room with you or in the situation with you, you rubbed off on them. Your overall high perspective rubs off on those around you. Your vibration enhances those around you. Just by being you, you elevate them. That's why they're in your life. That's why they come to play. It's all about changing your mind, seeing everything as good and positive and right and beneficial for you, appreciating every other person. And if that takes you two days, that's fantastic. Imagine how many people on earth have ever gone two days with this issue. And then the third day, they're like, oh my God, I feel appreciation. And that feeling, that feeling of appreciation enters your body and alchemizes so that that limiting belief, which is based in fear, cannot exist anymore. It's not a habitable environment for that limiting belief. And so that limiting belief is transmuted from fear to love in your body. And any aches and pains that you will feel in the next few days are the releasing of the energy of that limiting belief. You might get allergies. You might get a little cold. You might get sprained ankle. You might have acne or something. It's just the releasing of that energy by you being able to process this and feel the emotion of appreciation and gratitude for the event, for your inner self, for the people who played their roles perfectly. What we would say is, of course, you have nothing to worry about from that momentary time in the problem. But you've set up your future from this breakthrough of appreciation, gratitude, display of a new approach to life that everyone sees, the universe sees. And so what's ahead for you is completely unimaginable. You can't plan for it. You can't pay for it. You can't set goals for it. You can't have a dream board about it. It's new because you've demonstrated now that you're not succumbing to a rational fear because in this new reality that you're entering, in the unimaginable, you can't bring these old limiting beliefs, these old fears with you. You are rising above that. And those who rise above that, we won't say are rewarded, but we will say get glimpses of the next dimension before anyone else does. That's fun. That's exciting. And that's why you're here. Now, the power of you and all of you who are on this call now and listening later today is that you've played this game enough that you set up intentions so perfectly in this life that you brought with you emotional sensitivity. You have a very strong connection to your inner self, whether you think you do or not. The way you think in general is at a much higher perspective than anyone else because you've played this game. And you said, as an intrepid explorer of physical reality, I'm going to come forth at this time and I'm going to discover a radically new approach to life. And I'm going to be one of the first to try this on for size. And if it works, if I can figure this thing out, if I can actually change my perspective, then I will become a shining beacon to everyone else who will ever follow in my footsteps. That's bravery. But for you, that's adventure. 
And so that's who you are. You're an adventurer, and this is all part of your adventure. It's not a bad thing. It's an obstacle in your obstacle course that you overcome easily and effortlessly with new technology, with a new way of doing things. And now you can feel the difference in your body. And we commend you because you don't want to come up here and be this advanced explorer and ask a question that may sound as if you're not that advanced. That's amazing to go forward and to ask this question that will help so many millions of people to get where you are now. So all of you who are worried about what people think and where you are and are holding back your questions because you don't want to sound like you're still in the old approach to life or you're being a victim, the whole system is set up for you to experience what you cannot experience in the non-physical, which is victimhood. And no matter how high of a perspective you get, you're going to have episodes of manifestation events pointing out limiting beliefs where you at that moment feel like a victim. It's never going to end. It'll happen less often. It'll be a lot less intense, but you want to know. And by coming there and sharing your experience to everyone else so that they can feel comfortable where they are and not feel like they're not doing a good enough job or they're not getting it quick enough or they're never going to get it or this isn't going to work for them. By an advanced person such as you, Emma, coming forward and sharing this idea with everyone else, this is what you came for. This is how you teach. This is how you serve. This is the expression of love into your reality. Wonderful question. Thank you so much. Joshua, I love you. (laughs) And we love you. Who's next? I have a question. Excellent. Eddie. The idea of deja vu keeps coming to mind, came up twice during this session and don't really have an exact question, but wondering, is that real? Is that being in the present moment? Because it's kind of past and just could talk a little bit about that. How did it feel to you when you had a glimpse of knowing something? Kind of an affirmation or it's like a hit with my inner self that I'm where I'm supposed to be. Exactly. So you can perceive that any way you want. But the feeling of it is, oh, I know something. Oh, I've been here before. Oh, I bet I can tell how this is going to turn out. And that feels empowering to you. And so these things are set up for you, little signs everywhere, seeing the clock, two, 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 noticing a funny sign that you never saw before, doing something different in your routine, taking control of how you're feeling in your reality. It's all there set up for you. Oh, that felt good. Having fun with your friends. Oh, that felt good. Falling in love. Oh, that felt good. All of this, the feeling good is leading you towards more feeling good. Because in feeling good, you have all the power because you're interpreting reality correctly. Now, you could look at deja vu and you can say, oh, that's a bad thing. That means I'm doing the same reality over again. I didn't learn anything last time. And uh, here I am to repeat it. Sure. But notice how you could say that about anything. You can say this is for me, or this is happening to me. Right. Sounds like just a bunch of words, just meaningless words that you're just throwing out there and being Pollyanna. But it's absolutely a shift in perspective. And so you don't have to judge yourself as, oh, I didn't shift my perspective high and I thought this was bad or wrong. You just have to notice how you feel when you think it's bad or wrong, how you feel when you think it's good and right. If everything's neutral, This is a crazy idea. We understand it. But if everything's neutral and you want to feel good, then just see everything is good. Well, how can I see everything is good? There's bad things out there. Well, everything's neutral. 
Everything is out there for anyone to experience it any way they want. And in that experiencing of it, they expand. But if you want to feel good, then you have to change your definitions of everything. You have to say for yourself, I can see how this could be for me. I can see how this could be for them. I can see how some people would play around with war and poverty. It's not for me, but that is an experience that cannot be had in the non-physical. So I can see. I can see in war, for instance, there's camaraderie. There's a coming together of a fractured country like never before. There's a feeling of empowerment of standing up for yourself instead of falling over like they used to do. That's not in love, generally, not all of it, but it is feeling better. It is more empowering. It's less victim-y. So you only have to think of how you're feeling in a situation. Am I feeling like a victim? Like things are happening to me. Like these conditions are not good. Like everything should be different than it is. Or can I say that the conditions have to be the way they are now for me to get where I'm going? If I can shift that perspective, suddenly I feel better. If I can notice a manifestation event happening and not constantly blame the other people or the conditions or react or act on urges or believe that these thoughts that are coming to me are my own thoughts or own any of these thoughts. If I can understand this system, yeah, I'm in this vibration and this vibration, there's these thoughts that match that vibration and they're just going to come to me and I can get out of that vibration. I mean, I don't have to get out of it, but if I do, I'll feel better. And if I can say, well, if I can change my perspective and move up in vibration, that's where the power is. Oh, but Annie, you're just pretending, you're just whitewashing this. Well, it may sound like that to you, but I'm actually believing that those people are having an experience they need to have. And there's nothing wrong with that experience. And they're going to get something out of it. And I have no idea how they feel or what their intentions were. I just know for me, I'm not going to involve myself in that. I'm not going to judge it as wrong. I want to judge it as wrong because in judging it as wrong, it seems like I can control it away from me. But this is an attractive universe, so uh, I have to be shown that that judgment is derived from a limiting belief, so likely a manifestation event or at least a resistant thought is going to come to me. So I'm going to choose now how I perceive everything. I'm not going to take just your word that something's imperfect, just because you believe it's imperfect. Now, why do you believe it's imperfect? Are you smarter than me? Do you know something I don't know? Or did you get the same rigorous indoctrination that I got from your parents and their parents and their parents. And this has been carried down mm -hmm. like a faulty DNA through the ages. Well, just like your father was an alcoholic and you're an alcoholic and I have that DNA, I'm not going to be an alcoholic. I'm going to change my perspective. Doesn't mean that it's not going to fall back and sometimes feel like a victim sometimes means that I'm going to endeavor to see myself and everyone else as who they truly are, which is perfect because their source, their love, source is perfect, love is perfect. The system is perfect. It's a perfect reflection. I'm going to not change that reflection physically. I'm going to go inside. I'm going to meditate every single day of my life. I'm going to connect with the truth of me, which is my inner self. That's the only truth. Who your inner self is, is you living this physical life. 
the highest, most powerful expression of that source consciousness, that origin consciousness that's been living life after life after life. All the lives you've ever lived, if you believe that or not, they've taught you something. And this time, as Annie comes down, this is the most wise, the most powerful, the culmination of all that experience in physical reality on earth. And you go, well, you know what? This time, this time, I'm ready to finally see myself for who I am or glimpse it or come closer to it. And to do that, I have to equip myself with emotional guidance system that I know will be active. It'll be intense. I will feel emotions ooh, very sensitive. And when I feel negative emotion, I will feel like such a victim and I will want to control everything and I will give up at some point. And then I'll turn to see what's out there. How do I live this life now? I can't. Control doesn't work. I don't feel any better. What works? Oh, you mean I had the wrong perception of reality? The inaccurate perception of reality this entire time? That I was perceiving like this was a real thing instead of a reflection of what I'm being? Well, sure. If no one's telling you this, that's the assumption that you're just a random person dropped down on this planet and you got to fend for yourself because if you don't, what's going to happen? You're going to die. Oh, that death seems real until you start peeling away that stuff. You start noticing that your relatives can talk to you, your inner self talks to you, non-physical talks to you. You're guided. You start seeing things. You start noticing signs. You start getting things like deja vu. You start getting some kind of connection. You start knowing things. And it gets easier to bring in that communication when you raise your perspective. Your inner self and everyone in the non-physical who loves and supports you exists in pure love and neutrality. No fear. You're here in a bunch of fear. You don't even know it's fear, but it's a lot of fear. And so the connection, because of all the fear, is like you're under 10 feet of mud. It just doesn't come through. And if it came through clearly, like it came through to Gary 10 years ago, you might think you're going nuts like he did. You might hide it from everyone like he did. You might not play with it, but he had a high enough perspective of himself that he allowed us to come in and do some writing and it evolved. It can happen much faster for all of you because the only thing that's keeping you separated from who you truly are is fear. All of this fear is irrational. Even death is a rational fear. You watch enough near-death experience videos or Christie's videos of channeling or doing mediumship or even listening to us. There's no way Gary can consistently make all this stuff up two times a week for 10 years, five books, all these courses. Something has to be happening here. There is this innate, purposeful, full-on ability to connect to anything in the non-physical, things beyond your imagination. And it's all love. There is nothing to fear. There's a lot of new stuff coming in. And if you're in fear, you're going to fear technology. You're going to fear new happenings, new experiences. You're going to just be in fear. Once you realize that fear is irrational, once you realize you're guided every step, once you realize 
all that matters is your perspective. And as you increase your perspective, you get out of that fear and increase your connection to the non-physical. Would you rather be guided by other humans who are living in fear and think they figured the way, but it's still based in that old perception of reality that was never true? Or would you like to connect to the non-physical? And it's going to sound crazy because it's so different than what you're what you've been taught. But if you play it for a little while, and if you try it on, and if you live it, experiment with it, your human friends might think you're being Pollyanna and you're just looking at the bright side. But there's nothing wrong with that. See, they're keeping you in check. Are you really embracing this expression of love coming through you? to everything in your reality, or are you still waiting for the feedback from the conditions? Your friends, your family, your naysayers, those who want you to stay in the old approach to life are just feedback in that doubt that you may have. But once you step forward and embrace this new concept and this new philosophy and live it for a little while, you become an example and you will never hear another word from them again, except that they will want to know how you're doing what you're doing. Because it's amazing. Look at what's happened to your life. It's incredible. Who would have thought of 8 billion people on this planet that any could get to this perspective? How on earth was it you and not everyone else? You have to think about that. How did you get here? And 99.9999% of the population is nowhere near here yet because of the power the experience, the wisdom, and the connection and the perspective of who you truly are. You're almost there anyway. The rest of it is easy. So keep looking for the signs because it's all affirmation. This conversation from us to you is affirmation Mm -hmm. of your spectacular, magnificent, limitless ability to explore physical reality that's unknown anywhere else in the universe. There's a handful of you. You're amongst the greats. And when you get back to the non-physical, you'll remember. But you can remember now, too. But you'll have to allow yourself the idea that you could be that amazing version of yourself, which is the truth. You've been told not to be this and that and the other thing. Who do you think you are? You need to follow up. You need to complete this. You need to get better grades. You need to hand in your work. You need to get a job. You need to secure yourself. You need to get married. You need to get have 2.5 kids. You need all this stuff. But you're above them. And somewhere inside of you, you knew they're full of shit. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you already know. And so now all you got to do is play with it and live it and be that example that you came to be, that all of you came to be. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening now. That's why this is interesting because it resonates. It's not just a bunch of hot wind trying to make you feel good. This is the truth of who you are. And when you know that truth and live that truth, you will live life like no human has ever lived it. It'll be unimaginable. And with that, we're complete. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. I hope you liked that episode as much as I did. 
It was really powerful. I got a really good sense of how the future is going to unfold. Of course, when new technology happens, everyone's scared at the beginning. But as you get to become a vibrational match with all the new stuff happening, you lose that fear. That fear goes away. You'll see the, the benefit in all this stuff. And uh, it's, there's nothing but good stuff coming up. So make sure that you keep up your vibration and you might want to try. The seven-day course we have, it's normally $79, but we're offering a $50 off coupon. It's 5 off when you check out and you'll get $50 off of that. This little course that you do on your own over seven days, it's pretty amazing how it gets you to a vibration where you're seeing things differently and you're not believing your limiting beliefs anymore. And you're realizing that you can adjust those beliefs. And there's this tool called the manifestation event form that will help you do just that. You just play with this, plus all the meditations that are, come with it for free. All that stuff that comes with it is, it's going to be $29 with that coupon code. There's no reason not to do it. It takes about 30 to 45 minutes a day for seven days. Once you've done this, you will know how to handle manifestation events. You'll know how to see your limiting beliefs. You'll know how this whole system works. And your vibration will change so much just from the seven-day course. And you can take it over and over and over again, as long as you like. I don't know of anything else that you could do for that price on your own that would make such a difference. So why aren't you doing it? Because there's fear. What's the fear? Uh, it won't be worth it. You don't have the time. You don't have the money, that sort of thing. It's $29. It'll set you up for everything else. It'll shift your perspective. You'll get so much benefit from it. And then you'll be inspired to do something else. So take a look at it. The teachings of Joshua.com, right there at the top. Look at courses, look at the seven-day course, and then look at possibly coming to the retreat because the retreat is going to be awesome. Well, thanks again for being here. Uh, do what you do to spread the word of this podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye.